So this is probably going to be PG-13. No, uh, no Disney references, no stories. Just a little teaching. Um, because it comes up today, today with Bartholomew and the idea of the city of God, the bride of the Lamb coming down, built on the foundation stones of the apostles. Now, the apostles were very important. The kingdom of heaven depends on the apostles. We call the church one holy Catholic, what? Apostolic. So we're talk a little bit about that because it's going to come up again this coming weekend where we talk about the keys of that same kingdom and the role that the apostles are to play. So just a few numbers from the, the catechism to remind us of these things. Jesus is the Father. This is number 858 in your catechism. If you're reading catechism in a year or listening, it's, it's, it's there. Okay, so Jesus is the Father's emissary, the one sent. From the beginning of his ministry, he called to him those whom he chose or desired. And he appointed 12, whom he also named apostles. That word just means those sent. As the Father has sent me, even so I send you. The apostles' ministry, which is the church, the apostles' ministry is the continuation of Christ's ministry. There's no separation. Jesus even said, whoever receives you, receives me. Big deal. Jesus unites them to the mission he received from the Father. As the Son can do nothing on his own without the Father, etc. So he receives everything that the Father sent him. So those whom Jesus sends can do nothing apart from him, from whom they received both the mandate, the command for their mission, and the authority and power to carry it out. They received two things. Go Spread my kingdom in the whole world, and here's the power to do so. Christ's apostles knew that they were called by God as ministers of a new covenant. Quote, that's what St. Paul has described himself as. Ministers of a new covenant, servants of God, ambassadors for Christ, servants of Christ, and stewards, managers of the mysteries of God. That's how they referred to themselves. It's like it's as if I were to go in front of a church and put a little name tag on my chest and say, Ambassador of God, listen to me. Well, I do. <laughs> Sorry. It happened. But it happened from the beginning. It's either extreme arrogance or that's exactly what Jesus intended. In order that the mission entrusted to them might be continued after their death, because Jesus was not short-sighted, right? He knew the apostles were all going to be martyred or die in some way. So that would not end with them. The apostles consigned to their immediate collaborators the duty of completing the work they had begun, urging them to tend the whole flock. When you listen to St. Paul talking to Timothy or Titus in which the Holy Spirit had appointed them as shepherds to the Church of God. They accordingly designated such men, then made the ruling that likewise on their death, other proven men should take over their ministry. So the office of Peter, the office of Bartholomew, the office of the bishops, is a permanent office. It doesn't just end when that person dies. We also don't follow Mr. Smith, Bishop Smith, because he's Bishop Smith, but because he's Bishop Smith, because the office, the authority was passed on to him. The bishops have, by divine institution, by Christ's own action, 
and teaching, taking the place of the apostles as the shepherds of the church. In today's society, with the news media, we kind of struggle with that one. Wait, I have to follow bishops, the ones in the news? That's kind of hard for us. Well, not because they're perfect human beings, but because they exercise that office that comes from God, that comes from Christ. But then it goes on, and I think this is where I want to finish, because this isn't just about bishops or priests, this is about all of us. The whole church is apostolic, which means, again, what does it mean? All right, pop quiz. You're awake? You're all awake. Sent. Sent. The Christian vocation of its nature is a vocation to every activity of the mystical body that aims to spread the kingdom of Christ over all the earth. Now watch this. Is it you're doing all by yourself? Christ, sent by the Father, is the source of the church's whole apostolate. Thus the fruitfulness of the apostolate for ordained as well as lay people clearly depends on your talents and your perfection and your own abilities. No, thank goodness, because we don't have any of those. Depends on their vital, vital, vital union with Christ. That's why God's love for you and your response to that love is the soul of your apostle, the soul of your ministry. Why do I do ministry? Why, do I, why am I nice to my brothers and sisters? Why do I serve them in the in lunch line? Why do I do my job at work? Why do I do whatever I do for the good of others? Well, I want people to notice me and recognize me. That's not the soul of your ministry. The soul of your ministry is God's love for you that you have freely received and you want to share it with others. That is what ministry is about. And then people don't like it, people kind of complain about me, or Father chews me out, or whatever else, I don't stop for that. Because that wasn't the soul of my ministry. Right, Maroney? That's right. Good. Amen? Jesus, Mary, and Joseph, pray for us.